Listen to him laugh. <laughs> We're back. Yeah, we are. Welcome back. It's the dose. We got the crew, the normal crew in the house. We're joined, special guest, Lisa Westcott. Thank you once again for uh, joining us here on The Dose. Thanks for having me. One of our very first guests we ever had on The Dose. Awesome. Years pretty, ago. Pretty wild. It we is. We all survived. You were a rock star then. You're a rock, rock star, star now. Thanks. You know? I mean, it's not easy life. to do. You love life. Is, is that mm-hmm. where it starts? I love hearing that. Yeah. Yeah? It really does. I and mean, you, you, love, wake, you yeah. wake up every day and you're... Feet on the ground, you're yeah. ready to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Again, a lot, a lot. It's just the re, you know. There's a reason that, like, I feel like a lot of people or a lot of us are just like connected or have stayed in touch or whatever it is. And it's just like comments like that. We finished like the year. Life. We yep. finished the year last year, just saying how much we enjoy life. We were talking about our holiday party right at the end of the mm-hmm. year and just like how much fun we had and celebrating you, all of our staff way. and our people. You'll get an invite next year. That's cool. Yeah. Whether exactly. I mean, you Where don't was have to, Yeah. I <laughs> sent you a message to come. You did, did you? It was oh. through FB, but you probably didn't check it, I know. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I didn't have your, I did, I, it okay. was so last minute, okay. but I sent you one because I, but. Uh, it's next okay, time. next time. <laughs> We're going to start the new decade. The, the right With me way. getting an invitation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. A real official gold-plated invitation. Not that anyone else gets this those. This is recorded, You're right? Get one. Yeah. This is recorded. Yeah. Gold-plated, yeah. <laughs> the one and only gold-plated invitation we're going to send out. See? There it is. Uh, oh, look at that. He's, oh, perfect. He's, yep, yeah. There you were. No one else can see there it, but Mark there. pulled up Play, his phone. Clayton House, and I said, even bring your hubby, which yeah. not. But Soon to be. Didn't yeah. realize yeah. he wasn't, but <laughs> so is how much I know. Well, but we consider it. This year, you're coming. Awesome. Uh, I love it. Well, we started the year. Thank you for being here once again, kicking off 2020 on the dose. Uh, where it all starts, as we talked yesterday on, you know, that mindset piece and uh, ongoing challenge for all of us is whatever it may be that we're going through or as life happens, but to continue to, to, to stay consistent and to get, again, that long game and building a business. But you made a comment yesterday, uh, and I think that's where Mark hooked us, is that uh, 95% repeat and referral business mm-hmm. at this point in the game, obviously- so you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword because again, you have been in the industry for, for, you know, a little bit of time now, obviously. So you have an opportunity to get more of the business to be a percentage, but at the same time you have to deliver to be able to achieve it. So how do you achieve that kind of a number? I listen. That's probably the most important thing that you can do. In my opinion, as a realtor, you can say, someone can say, like I take tons and tons and tons of notes when I'm talking to someone. If they say, Hey, you know, this is what we're looking for. I write everything down and I stay true to what they tell me their first initial. And if they say my, you know, max I want to spend is a million five. That's all. I'm, I might go to a million five twenty-five, hoping that we're going to negotiate down to one five. Uh, Oftentimes, uh, turns out that they end up buying a $3 million house. But if you stay true to it and you listen to them. Not everybody has that problem there, Lisa. Okay, it's all <laughs> I don't know relative. what you're... <laughs> so if it's a 200, if they say relative. that their budget's 200,000. And they buy four. Right. Million. well i like that you say i listen we actually uh in a class uh one of the ones i was teaching but one that i was paying attention to listening to is the listening to the story and actually paying Mm -hmm. attention to the story Mm -hmm. that we as agents over the years have forgotten just don't listen right that you go in the the house the list you're not listening to what their true needs are and and giving and providing options for them but that listening piece even on the buy side just doesn't exist anymore. It's, it's almost especially it's, on the buy side, right? Especially yeah. on the buy side. And it's, you know why? Let's get them in, get them out, get them out. It's like we talked about yesterday. So 
So many agents are getting involved in the business right now because Aunt Sally's cousin's brother's dog's aunt is, yeah, going to buy, no, or that they're they're going to buy buy a house. So what happens is they immediately think, oh, 3%, 3%, 3%. Let's just sell them something. Let's just do something. You know, what about this? And they, so then they start calculating the numbers in their head. And in 18 years, I've never allowed my brain to do that. I've never allowed my brain to go. Well, if they buy this house for five hundred thousand. Ta- I never do that because I know how quickly that can change. You might think that you have fifteen thousand dollars coming at the end of the month. The day before close of escrow, something can happen, and that's out the door. And then your then your state goes into depression. Well, armless armless didn't make it easier by creating a search. Of co-broke. Take it that's easy, stupid. That is, that is. <laughs> that is stupid. Armless can listen or not. That's the dumbest thing ever. It's like, why would they do that? And I'm going to hone back in on that. It's a mindset thing. I was going to say, do that? yeah, I'm going to hone back in on that mindset piece. That is in and of itself a mindset on how you choose to think and operate that it's not going to be about that. It's going to be about the people and listening to their needs and what they're trying to achieve. And if I focus on that, then of course it's going to come. Mm-hmm. You, right? can, you can do this business short term and do a couple of deals for a couple of years. Or you can listen and make it about the client versus about yourself. And in tr- then it comes full circle. And next thing you know, you've been doing it for 18 years and 95% of your business is repeat or referral mm-hmm. right. because of that. Right. And that's truly, I mean, that's how I was raised. It's, it's, you always do the right thing. And I'm blessed and grateful that I have the business that I have. Commission's the result of the sale. That's all it really absolutely. ends up being. That's mm-hmm. all it really is. You know, mm-hmm. that's the mindset of it. And it there's ups be. and downs with it. Yeah. So you might Sometimes have. Sometimes you get it and don't. Exactly. What would you say your biggest mistake is over the years? The biggest mistake that I think that I've made um, was, I think the last time when we did this podcast, um, I was thinking I was going to start growing a team because I was thinking I could help influence and change the way the younger, or not necessarily younger, but those, yeah, newer agents, thank you. Um, And before I knew it, I had 13 agents. And I was getting frustrated because they weren't listening to me and doing it the way I wanted them to do it. Well, fast forward, I think six of those agents don't aren't licensed anymore. But I just, wow. yeah, I just brought it back down to there's three of us now. Your core. We, yeah, there's three agents. We have, you know, we have a small team. We have an admin. We have a marketing. We have transaction coordinator, and it's perfect. Because we're tight, we're like a little family, and it, that that's what works for me. Mm-hmm. So for me, not for everybody else out there, but for me personally, that was my biggest mistake. You're uber luxury through and through. Would you say or no? Is I that, would. Is that not? It, it, but it wasn't, I didn't wake up and go, I'm going to get my real estate license and, and be a, right. it just right. kind of happened that way. Yeah. And why do you say, why do you think it's happened? You know, I worked for a, um, I worked for a luxury home builder <clears throat> when I first got my license in 2002 and I was the queen of follow-up at that company. Um, and when I decided to leave in 2008, believe it or not, I gave the the builder an option. I said, look, why don't you start paying me commission? Because as I was on salary, why don't you start paying me commission so that you only pay me when I sell something? And he basically said, no, I'm not paying you a commission. And I said, well, you keep bleeding every month. And we don't have a lot of money coming in right now because the account, the market has crashed. And he said, no. And I said, well, okay, then I guess I'm going to go on my own. And he told me, you'll never make it. Mm, I love that. Mm, mm. Yeah. And that's wow. exactly. Four amazing wow. words. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just had a kid. I got told that, that when I was a kid, by the way. You'll never make it. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah, I told See, that when I was in high school. I still remember to this day. And it and it probably has Absolutely. that little pilot light in your belly <clears throat> no that doubt. every once in a while you just ignite it and you're off. Do you think we're out of line to tell our kids that? Son, you'll never make it. Oh my God. <laughs> Tony Robbins, I say, Tony yeah, Robbins would I, say, no, you cannot I say know, that. <laughs> and I'm totally joking here. But the reason that I was even thinking, and you know, again, completely joking. Yes. But it's like, do we almost as, you know, as human beings need to be told that we can't do it? Like you're not going to succeed to a degree. If we just say, hey, look, you, you got this, you got this, great job, great job, trophy, trophy, trophy. Like, is that the way to go? No. No. Yeah. No, I think that like- how, I'm totally getting off track here, so I apologize. See, and I'm the one that said that I was going <laughs> to yeah. do it. Um, no, but I think that at the end of the day, like I was raised, my parents were divorced, but they both told the three of us, you guys can do whatever you want to do. You can be whatever you want to be. And I think for me, I, I knew I was going to do something. I knew I was going to be some, you know, be successful at something. And I think that the constructive criticism that you get from your peers- your friends, your family, and most importantly, your clients yeah. is what helps you pave that road and get you to where you're you're going. Again, back to listening and hearing it and mm -hmm. using it as po positive, constructive criticism and then making the changes from there. I, sorry. Oh. I always I always ask my clients, okay, is there something that I could have done differently? Love it. Oh, and, I, and I want them to be honest with me. And mm -hmm. I take that and it's important to me. And I have clients who have said, well, you know, <clears throat> we didn't hear from you in 48 hours, which is not like me, but we didn't hear from you in 48 hours. You know, you, you need to respond quicker and it's all relative. It's what that client needs. Right. That client needed to have instant communication. Not every client's like that. Right. Some clients may say, don't call me unless you have a showing. Right. Something, some mm -hmm. little bit, you know, legitimate update or whatever it may be. Right. Right. So you found yourself kind of getting into this luxury space, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of floating in, into it, not floating, but, you know, found yourself in that space. Do, do agents, is that a mistake for an agent right now getting into the business to say, Hey, look, I want to get into real estate and I want to get into luxury. Um, in my, in my, how I look at it, and this may sound crazy, luxury is no different than a 200, $100,000 sale. It, it really isn't. And the reason Transactional I Transactional wise, but. Could the lifestyle no. piece of it and the mentality it's of still the... just important. Imagine if you make an, a, a salary that will afford you to buy a hundred thousand dollar condo. Mm -hmm. That's just as important to that person True. to be able to buy that hundred thousand dollar condo as it is to a millionaire to be able to buy. But what if? It, but what if it's like the the tenth transaction for the millionaire and this is the first for the hundred that that's yeah. kind of where I look at it. it's like okay just the experience piece could be a little different where they're like used to it they understand hey I know I got to spend the money that's part of the deal when sometimes the newer first times sure are very they just you know some of it becomes of a shock but again you live in this space I don't and 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 I couldn't tell you apples to apples I've I have the luxury deals that we have done are fewer and far between from what you do, like every single transaction. So well, I, you'd know better than we do. Yeah. And I guess the, I guess what I'm, my, my point of that, of saying it that way was that, um, you know, when you get into the luxury arena, so to speak, you're not dealing, you're exactly, you're not dealing with, with someone unless of course it's just a trust fund or something like that where they didn't earn it. But if, if someone can afford that kind of, property or that kind of an investment, they're very sophisticated for the most mm -hmm, part. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to roll with it. You have to be on your game. You have to you find out from them, number one, most importantly, 
what do you want and what do you need and what do you expect from me in mm-hmm. this transaction? And then it's my decision if I can handle that or if I can live up to their expectations. Mm-hmm. If I can't, I have, I'm the first person to say, you know what, I think that you, I just don't think that we're a good fit. But if it, but nine times out of 10, I'll figure out a way to make that work. And you have it, a $32 million listing. Yeah. So I think yeah. <laughs> 33 million, that's that pushing it, right? That's pushing it. Let's get it sold. Yeah. Yeah. I have to bring someone else in for 33 million. Yeah. <laughs> it's out of my range. Yeah. I don't know if I can do 33 and my limit's 32, but no. And I, I think that, the, so an, a new agent coming into that arena or, or thinking, I was just on a panel and they asked, the, the uh, agents asked, how do I get into the luxury market? And I said to them, why do you ask? Or why, yeah, why do you want to? Yeah. Why, why do you want to? If it's because you think that you're going to deal with celebrities or professional athletes. Or make more money or whatever. Or make more money. <clears throat> it, it, or get on HGTV. Yeah. yeah. That's another that's another Z word, in <laughs> my bravo. opinion. Oh, no doubt. Are you <laughs> right? trying to be a Bravo agent? Yeah. No. Or whatever it is. Yeah, right? Bravo, yeah. So, um, uh, oh gosh, what was I going to say? Um, the yeah, so when you, yeah, they think that they are going to meet with the client themselves or the professional athlete or the celebrity. And I got news for you. No, you've got a financial advisor you're dealing with. You've got attorneys you're dealing with. If it's a professional athlete, you've got a manager and sometimes all three. Right. So very rarely do you meet the client. They're going to be tougher than the client. Oh my gosh. They're protecting another mm -hmm. level of protection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I would say if you're going to get into the real estate business, number one, do it for the right reason because it's not, as easy as you think it is. And number two, if you want to get into luxury, it's going to take a long time to do that. So pave your own path. When you're, dealing, when you're dealing with these kind of people, right, whether it is the actual homeowner, because of course, sometimes it actually is that mm-hmm. homeowner that's in that space. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, when you talk about these high level, high profile people, you're not dealing with them. But do you feel like there's an extra level of like service or and or like uh, catering to what their initiatives or what they're trying to do? Or do you feel that you have to bring this level of being direct and this is how it's got to be? I know what the hell I'm doing. Not that you're going to talk like that and act like that, but being the professional that knows what needs, needs to be done, or is that just kind of a moving target? You know, I'd say it's a combination. So you have, um, like, for example, I had a client that I just took a listing over. It's a two and a half million dollar house. And um, I said to them, I'm going out of town for a business trip. It's, you know, I'm sharpening my tools, et cetera, et cetera, which means I'm going to be a better realtor for you. And they, and I said, but I have somebody on my team who's prepared. I've prepared him. If he has any showings, he knows what to do. I will set it all up, et cetera, et cetera. And they said, well, we didn't hire him. We hired Mm. you. Okay. So you you get that. And then on the flip side, you might have someone who says, okay, that's, you know, you, you know what you're doing. We trust you. That's why we hired you. You wouldn't, you, you, Lisa, you wouldn't have somebody on your team if you didn't trust them. Right. So it's kind of, you know, you got to cater to what their expectations are and manage those. And then you also, um, you got to know what you're doing. You got to be patient and and thick skin. It's, it's, it's not, yeah, you got to have thick skin. Well said. We'll stop there for today. We'll finish up tomorrow. Guys, thanks to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections. We'll be back with more Lisa Westcott tomorrow. See ya. See ya. Bye. (laughs) 